Last night, the passing of Willie McCovey. And if you're someone who has uh, been around a little while, well, then you are very familiar with uh, the uh, great giant first baseman who was one of the classic sluggers of his generation. Um, The Giants produced a tremendous amount of talent, an overflow of talent in the 50s, late 50s. Uh, They were producing, obviously, uh, a lot of minority players. Uh, Some teams in the American League were producing none. Um, They produced the Alouz. They had Willie Crawford. They had, obviously, the great Willie Mays. And they had a young man who they brought up and started in the outfield by the name of Willie McCovey. He was blocked because they, they had a great first baseman the Giants did in Orlando Cepeda. So McCovey had trouble getting in the lineup. And the Giants finally decided to trade Cepeda to clear first base for McCovey. Cepeda was traded to the Cardinals for Ray Sadecki, a left-handed hurler, a good one. And all he did the first year he went to the Cardinals was lead him to the World Series and win the MVP. Uh, he was a great player in his uh, own right. You know, Orlando, you know, Cha-Cha Cepeda, a great player. You know, uh, great power-hitting right-handed hitter. Great RBI man. But McCovey was actually the equal, if not better. He wound up hitting 521 home runs, was one of the real scary hitters. There were guys that, growing up a Yankee fan, but we were baseball fans. And my older brother, John, who was six and change older than me, would take my my brother Marty and I to games, and he'd take us to doubleheaders. And... If the Mets were in town, you know, if the Mets were in, we'd go see a doubleheader. We'd go see teams, you know, on Sunday. Uh, it wasn't just go see the Yankees. We would go see the, the National League teams because we liked all baseball and John liked all baseball. So we'd go see the different teams. You know, we'd go see Dick Allen, you know, in the Phillies. We'd go see Clemente and the Pirates, and we'd go see the Giants. Uh, and obviously when the Giants and Dodgers came to town, it was always a very big deal because their roots were here, and you had the Giant fans, and you still had the Mays fans, uh, and you had the Mays making his quest at the Ruth record to those times. But the more popular guy in San Francisco was actually their guy because, you know, Mays was always considered, first of all, he was a little surly. Secondly, he was always considered to be a New York product, not a San Francisco product, and so Willie McCovey was there pride and joy but McCovey was overshadowed of course by the greatness of of Willie Mays but he was a lethal lethal offensive player and just the guy that you know there were certain guys in baseball that if you were on the infield you were leery of these guys hitting you with a line drive Mantle was one of those guys Killebrew was one of those guys Dick Allen was one of those guys. Frank Howard and his immense size was one of those guys. And Willie McCovey was one of those guys. He would just lash these line drives that you didn't want to get in front of. And he would hit these prodigious home runs. And I actually was at the ballpark a couple times, saw him hit home runs. Um, He hit one past the flagpole in center field 
that I couldn't remember last night what year it was. Uh, I think it was 69. It might not have been. It might have been 67. I know I was there in 68 when he hit the homer off Seaver because he brought him from behind in a game where he hit a big home run off Seaver. And that was what I remember about it because he hit it off Seaver. And I uh, tweeted that last night about the 68 homer because I remembered that was in 68 against Seaver. The other one, I couldn't remember if it was 69. And I saw them a couple times in 69. I saw them when Mays came in and going for a 600th home run. I talked about that great one nothing game in 69 that the Mets won. In you know the game that Marichal and Gentry pitched, Marichal pitched the whole game. Ag won it with a home run in the 14th inning. Uh, Cleon brought a McCovey ball back over the fence for a home run. It was a one nothing game in late August, well mid August. Um, but I saw him hit some prodigious home runs, and he hit him everywhere. So it wasn't like you know if you go to a ballpark, there were a few guys who, if you talk to the people who were there all the time they would tell you, oh, you should have been here the day this guy hit this home run. And in the American League, it was usually Mantle. And in the National League, it could be Dick Allen. It could be Willie McCovey. It could be Willie Stargell. You know, at times, it could be Frank Howard. Uh, guys who were hitting these monstrous, monstrous home runs, you know, in these different parks. So he left, you know, people with stories all over baseball about, did you see the time McCovey hit this, you know, incredible home run here? He hit the longest home run ever in this park. He hit this ball up here in this park. And, you know, so there were these guys who just, you know, were bigger than life and hit these massive, massive home runs. And McCovey, Willie McCovey was one of those guys. You know, big, his nickname was Stretch. You know, he was a big, lanky left-handed hitter, the kind of guy you would think about being, a, you know, if you were going to build a first baseman, if you were going to build a first baseman, you would build Willie McCovey. You would build a guy who was lanky, who was six foot four, who had a big bat, who would, you know, be able to hit a ton of home runs, you know, uh, that guy, you know, left-handed, left, left on left, you know, and that was Willie McCovey. His nickname was Stretch, you know, and he was as lethal Led the league in home runs. I don't know. You can go back and look how many times. At least three or four. I don't know exactly how many. Remember, he's in the league at the time with the likes of all different sluggers, including Hank Aaron. So, uh, you know, you were sharing the, you know, who was going to win. You know, Stargell could win the home run title. Aaron could win the home run title. Earlier on, Mays could win the home run title. Frank Robinson could win the home run title. So you had so many guys. Dick Allen, if he played enough games in a given year, could hit, could win the. You know, he had a year in '66. Allen, he had 40 homers. He only played 120 games. He had 40 homers. Uh, so you could, depending on the year, you, you know, you had so many great sluggers uh, in that league. You know, at that time, the the black and and Hispanic player had become very prominent in the National League. And in the American League, it was more the, the white star on some of these teams that did not integrate. So in the American League, you had K-Line and Killebrew and an aging Ted Williams and the great Mantle and guys like that. You did not have a lot of black players. In the National League, you had Mays and Aaron and Clemente and McCovey and Dick Allen and you go down the line and you know Frank Robinson who was traded to the American League and you know and then won a triple crown for the Orioles and had a great second career there but there were so many of those guys of which McCovey was one of them and you know a guy that anybody who thinks about baseball from uh, baseball in the 60s baseball into the 70s thinks about 
and had thought about when they heard about the passing of Willie McCovey because he was that prominent a player during that era. He was that kind of player. So when you see the passing, first of all, when somebody passes who hit 521 home runs, you know you're talking about someone special. Secondly, uh, he was one of those premier sluggers from a foregone age before everybody hit you know, 20 home runs, before the parks were small and the ball was juiced. And it wasn't like that, folks. What, you know, everybody didn't hit home runs. You know, your eighth hitter didn't hit the ball as far as your four hitter. And the guys in the bottom of the lineup didn't hit it, or the top of the lineup didn't swing from the heels and didn't hit home runs to the opposite field. You know, the opposite field was the province of the guys who were your sluggers. You know, in those days, only big guys hit the ball out. Only sluggers hit the ball out to the opposite field. The other times, if the other guys hit a fly to right field, if they were right-handed, the ball wasn't going out of the ballpark. If it was left-handed, no way was it going out of the ballpark. Nowadays, that's all changed. I mean, they hit them out in every direction. The parks are smaller, the ball's juiced up, and obviously a lot of times the player's been juiced up. So we know that. But he comes from a different era uh, of baseball where sluggers were sluggers, and he was a premier slugger. That's what he was. Uh, and an incredibly popular player. So when you lose that kind of guy, it just makes you think a little bit. And you think back to your days. And I can tell by the phone calls, McCovey, 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 that he left the mark. 